You are listening to Living in English 365 by Paradigm English. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Living in English 365 podcast. We have been speaking about 31 reasons why listening in English is difficult for you. Today is the last part, so part three of this series. So, Before we get started and jump right into the next set, please like this episode and subscribe to this podcast. Paradigm English. Number 12. Number 12. You do not practice active listening. So maybe you're listening to something, but you're not really paying a lot of attention. Maybe you're doing something else. Your kids are going crazy in the next room. Your husband wants something. Your mom calls you on the phone. You know, you're on your computer. You're on your phone. You're not really paying attention. You're not actively listening to what it is that's being said or the person. Maybe you're focused on everything around you, but not the person in front of you. This will be very difficult for you to listen to because you're not paying attention. Number 13, you use poor listening materials. If you're learning by yourself or if you are a teacher um, or if you're in class, maybe the teacher doesn't have good listening materials. The person isn't actually speaking the way that people speak. Most people do not speak slowly. They don't speak academically as we learned from part one. So you don't have good listening materials. They're not made for you. They're made for some other reason or just to get money, but they are not good quality and you need good quality listening materials. Now, if you're talking to someone face-to-face, -face, perhaps as we spoke about before, they just have bad speaking habits and that's not your fault. Number 14, you don't use your English. Listen, if you don't use your language, you will forget it. As the saying goes, use it or lose it. And it's true for English in any language. It happened to me in French. I did not use French for many years. And right now I'm paying the price because I have forgotten a lot. So if you don't study or if you don't uh, use your English, then chances are it's going to be very difficult for you to understand anything that you're trying to listen to. Number 15, you do not study English correctly. Yes, there is a, a correct way to study English. In a podcast from about last month, I detailed some very specific ways that you can study English. Check that podcast. I'll put that uh, in the link. Number 16, you didn't learn that people start and stop talking and then they interject things and uh, it just makes it very difficult, like very hard to follow like in a straight line because they're not speaking in a straight line. And guess what? people don't speak from A to Z. They go from A to G, back to B to A and then Z, because that's just how people speak in your own language. If you think about it, you'll see that that is exactly what happens. So you just have to be able to follow all of this and keep all of this in your mind whenever you're listening to people speak. Number 17. You did not learn that reading a sentence from a book or 
in anywhere that it's written and seeing uh, where the spaces are between words, it's not going to be the same as if you hear somebody say that exact same sentence. There is little correspondence between what is written and what is spoken in English. Because whenever you're speaking, the spaces are not there as you see them in reading. And so sometimes words seem as if they run into the next word and some sounds are connected to other sounds or they change. And that's just the nature of speaking. It happens in many languages and not just in English. So keep that in mind. Number 18 and uh, 19 are related. Connected speech and reduced forms. Connected speech is whenever sounds are connected to the sound in front of it, or I guess you could think about it, the sound that's behind it. So whenever people are connecting things, um, it's something that most teachers either don't know about, especially non-native teachers, they don't know about it. And even some native teachers, they understand it because they use it, but it's not something that they have ever fully thought about um, enough to help somebody understand that going to and gonna, it's the same thing, has the same meaning. And that would be an example of a reduced form. So there's something that people ask you here, um, did you eat? And when students hear that, they're like, did you, what is that? That's not, what are those words? They're just putting the sounds together and reducing it. So literally it is, did you eat? Did you eat? But that's not how people speak. Did you eat? See the difficulty? Number 20. You never listen to people speak English from different parts of the world. So maybe your teacher um, is a native English speaker. Maybe he or she is not a native speaker. It doesn't really matter. But you do need to be able to understand that you need to learn um, how people speak from different parts of the world. They speak differently. And if you come in contact with somebody who has a different way of speaking, a different speech pattern, different speech habits, an accent, a dialect, then it's going to be more difficult for you to understand what he or she is saying. Last, stress and intonation. This is so important. Most teachers never teach you this. In my course, Speaking, Listening, and Pronunciation at ParadigmEnglish.com, uh, you can enroll in this and learn all of these essential skills so that you can not only speak well, but understand what somebody is saying to you and um, in business or in university, or even listening to your favorite TV series, podcast, radio, whatever it is. Once you complete that course, it's a guarantee that you will be uh, have a improvement on your speaking and listening in English. Stress and intonation is important. Word stress and sentence stress. It's the difference between saying you're flying into a mountain and you're flying into a mountain. You hear that? It's a tonal difference as well. If you don't know this, then it's very difficult for you to understand what this person is saying, what this person is meaning. Now, I hope you have enjoyed 31 reasons why you don't understand people when they speak English. I'm Ashley Rohn from ParadigmEnglish.com and the podcast Living in English 365. Again, go to my website and check out my new online course. Which difficulties do you have in listening to English? Bye for now.